welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is Monday, December 6th, which means it's time for another edition of Monday Morning Quarterback. That's right, week 13 is upon us or behind us, however you want to look at it. So we're going to go back and look at some of the big stars yesterday, some of the big names that we want to shout out to, and some of the other big names that, well, didn't do as good as they'd like to. But first, it's Paul on Talk Radio. Okay, the first one we're going to talk about is going to be that Jared Goff. When we get to him, what a story there. He finally wins the game for the winless Detroit Lions. Now they can remove the bags over their face and show us their faces in Detroit because they just won their first game. So congratulations to the Detroit Lions, Jared Goff, and all the fans because now they can show us their face because they've won a game and they can look and sound just like this. right they can now show us the faces thank you Pete Townsend a little face to face to start us off so yes for those who have been following the story they went um they had to put the paper bags over their face in Detroit um I also did a video clip on that you can catch that on the website sportscomedyshow.net on the video clip page it's kind of funny I think you'll like it getting back to Monday morning Jared Goff is going to be one of the big poster boys for a Monday morning quarterback because he did it with just four seconds left in the game. He found St. John in the end zone for the touchdown. Personally, I think it took a Saint for the Lions to get that first win and remove those bags, and they did. So big, big win for the Detroit Lions. We're going to get into some of these other names, but before I do, I just want to Kind of go back to the beginning for a minute, if you will. Uh, just want to let you guys know that, you know, the show originates here on the Buzzsprout Network. Been a part of the Buzzsprout family for about two years now. Love them. Great. It's also, I have all the affiliates, so very well a lot of you are tuning in on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, that's right, Pandora. I'm on all the big ones. Wherever you find me, the main thing is that you found me. You can always Google my name, Paul Salerno, or sportscomedyshow.net, and hopefully the search engines will uh, take you to the right Paul Salerno and the right sportscomedyshow.net. Let me give you a hint. There's only one of me, and there's only one sportscomedyshow.net. So, shouldn't be a problem there. Any rate, let's do some Monday morning quarterback. This is the funnest, uh, one of the funnest times for me, because we get to look back after it's happened and say, hey, he was hot and he wasn't. So, as I said, we're going to start with um, the big um, Jared Goff. Now, I'm a, I've been a Jared Goff fan because I'm a Rams fan. And uh, I just think he's a really good quarterback. But when the trade news came that he was going to Detroit and everybody thought Stafford was a better quarterback, I, I didn't agree with the deal. I, I thought it was silly. I thought Jared Goff was better than that. But it's been a tough year for Jared Goff. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe, um, you know, Stafford is... Is the one after all. But nonetheless, Jared Goff comes up really big. 
and we're really happy for them because they needed a win in the city of Detroit. Why is Detroit always so hard to, to have a winning team? When was the last time the city in general has had a winning team? I don't know, but Jared Goff gets that win. 29-27, that last touchdown, four seconds. He is going to be the person I give the game ball to for week 13 when it comes to Monday morning quarterback because it was his skills that got that last touchdown. Congratulations to them. Okay, let's move on and look at somebody else who had a good Monday or a good Sunday, and we can give him a big shout out on Monday. And that would be Big Ben in Pittsburgh. When I hear Big Ben, this is what I think of. That's right. Big Ben and the clock strikes 12 when he's in the house because Big Ben, who's had a tough year and has had his team hasn't been the best of the best ton of injuries. But Big Ben has a big one against Lamar Jackson and those Baltimore Ravens and the Steelers. And Big Ben comes up big with the victory in an absolute must-win game for them to stay in the playoff race. So one more time, when I think of Ben, this is what I hear. What about you? You know, that, that, that chime, that sound, he's a big clock. He's Big Ben. We don't know how much time he has left in his career. Word has it he's going to hang it up at, after this year. I hope something magical happens for him just because he's put in, I don't know how many years, 15 years of whatever it is of, of some quality service. And I, by the way, am no Steelers fan, but, but I've just got all the respect and admiration for Big Ben. So I hope he um, somehow can uh, go out in style with a big blast because I love his song, I love his style, and I just love the chime of Big Ben when I talk quarterbacks. Big story there. He did. Uh, he outdid Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, who loves to run. That's right. When Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens come into town, they love to run. And that's what he does so best. But he wasn't able to run the way he normally runs yesterday. In fact, the Steelers had Lamar Jackson running like hell. And in the, in the process of doing so, he only picks up 55 yards. His receiving uh, went down because he had to, his running wasn't so good. He did throw for a touchdown and was not able to run for a touchdown. And Lamar Jackson loves to run, but not in Pittsburgh because it was Big Ben and the excitement of the Big Ben clock that would not allow Lamar to do what he does best, and that's this right here. able to run. They had him on the ropes. The Steelers knew what to do. In fact, they made him run like hell, not run to the end zone. So, big game for Big Ben and the Steelers. Big win. Congratulations to them. Let's take a look at what happened in Atlanta because it was Tom Brady and his Brady Bunch who came into town. And when, Brady, when Tom Brady and his Brady Bunch comes into town, it's the Brady Bunch, and the theme goes just like this. 
In this case, it's the story of Tom Brady, who migrates from the AFC to the NFC, and he brings the Brady Bunch with him, because the Brady Bunch is his cast, and everybody knows he has a big cast of characters. He's got the big backfield with Fournette and Jones. He's got the receivers with Antonio Brown. Will he ever play again? That guy's always up. But he's also got other huge names there. He's got on the receiving side. He's got Chris Good, Mike Evans. What about the Gronk? Yes, the Gronk is a part of the Brady, the Brady Bunch. Because it's Tom Brady's Brady Bunch. That's why they became the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. Yes, that's the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Tom to hire Ann B. Davis. She can be the housekeeper. They probably could use a good housekeeper there in Tampa Bay. Word has it they didn't have a good housekeeper there in, in uh, Patriotsville. That's why Tom came over to Florida. Wouldn't that be something special if you got Ann B. Davis? For who? For, for most of you who are uh, too old to remember the Brady Bunch, Ann B. Davis was Alice, the, the, the maid, the, the world's greatest maid. Wouldn't you like to have Alice in your household tidying things up? Boy, that would just be something special. Okay, let's get back to some football. Um, as I mentioned, it was another big day for Tom Brady in the Brady Bunch. Four TDs for Tom, 368 yards. Let's stay on the comical side of things because that's what I want to do. Keep it funny. Um, it, when it wasn't funny for Matt Ryan, he, um, you know, at home, he's he's had a tough year. I think he's a good quarterback. I've, I've always been behind him. But um, in this case, he's just had a tough year. And, and I, I don't. I think he doesn't have that front line he used to. They give him no time. And uh, because of that, he, he just doesn't. He's not able to connect. Tough day for him. Big day for the Brady Bunch. You know, on the Brady Bunch, who was your favorite? Was it, was it Marsha? Was it Jan? What about Cindy? Remember she had those little ponytails? I, I was just a little kid. I can barely remember him. But I, I just remember everybody was in love with that Marsha. Boy, I'll tell you, I, I didn't understand it. You know, when we were watching the Brady Bunch, every time they showed that Marsha, my brother, he had to go run to the bathroom, and, and I, didn't, I didn't get it. And it turns out I think he had a big crush on Marsha. But anyway, okay, let's stay on some football because football is what we're doing here on Monday Morning Quarterback. Let's look at our next one. Let's see who we want to give a big shout-out to. Actually, this time, instead of a shout-out, we're going to have to do a, somebody who gave us a letdown. That's right. There was a letdown factor on Monday, on Sunday yesterday. And the one that let us down was right here in Las Vegas at the Allegiant Stadium was Derek Carr. Now, remember, at Allegiant Stadium, it's known as the Death Star. So when they come into Allegiant Stadium, you're facing the Raiders, and uh, they're ready to march right over you with that Imperial March from Star Wars. But this time, that march didn't go so well because they were supposed to march right over those Washington whatever the name of that team is. But Washington, turns out, wasn't a half, isn't a half-bad team. Take it to the Raiders. Sadly, uh, it was a dismal afternoon for the Raiders, a defensive um, game, and that's the type of football Washington plays. 
If anything, we should be giving a shout-out for Henneke because he had a big game. But Derek Carr was not big. He's not having a good Monday morning like we, we were hoping he would. And, you know, like I said, it's the Imperial March and the sound that they've been giving Derek. Henry's like, Derek, you can do it. You're now the leader. You're the leader of the Death Star. Help us, Derek, win a game. Well, unfortunately, Derek couldn't win the game. Turns out Darth Vader isn't his father after all, like we were hoping, because Darth Vader was going, Derek, you can do it, Derek. Derek's like, no, okay, I can't. They're just rushing me too quick. And that's what happened there. You know, from a strategic standpoint, Washington, they understand the clock control. They've got a running game. And so when your running game's effective, that keeps the other team's offense off. And that's what uh, Brent Musburger kept talking on the broadcast, I, I didn't listen to the game, was the fact that the Raiders just simply could not get possession of the ball. And in the first half, the, the Washington no-namers, they, they had like double the amount of snaps as the Raiders. And uh, by the time the Raiders finally got around to, to uh, being in this game in the third or the fourth quarter, Maybe even took a, a, a point lead there, but unfortunately it wasn't enough. Washington navigated down, got that winning field goal, prevented the Raiders from, from getting a winning field goal on, with just a few seconds left. Congratulations to Henneke. Uh, unfortunately, it's Monday morning, and Derek Carr, you didn't do it, so you're just one of those uh, Monday morning quarterbacks that we're going to throw up on the wall and boo, boo, boo. Come on, Derek, we want to see you come around. Hopefully next week you can do it because uh, – I'm here in Las Vegas. We love the Raiders. We love Allegiant Stadium. We want to see more good things happen. Okay, let's take a look at another one. Let's see what really stands out yesterday and we need to talk about. Okay, I think I found one right here that we should be talking about in all ways, shapes, and form. As it turns out, Seattle finally gets a win um, in, a divi in their divi a divisional win, I should say although the record's still terrible, 4-8. So the big shout-out goes to Russell Wilson. If you saw the game the week before, Russell Wilson was running every which way again, um, but loose against those Washington no-names, and, boy, they just blitzed the hell out of him. Problem with Seattle is they didn't have a running game, um, and nor again this week. I, I didn't see the game. I just saw the highlights. Um, you know, Travis Homer had 80 yards. He's not even really... They're starting rushing. Rashad Penny only had 35 yards. But the point I'm getting at, if you don't have a running game, the defense pretty much knows what you're going to do. That's right. You're going to pass. And so they just blitzed the hell out of him. So Russell Wilson finally found a way to hold off San Francisco. His front line finally stood up. Russell Wilson comes up big in this one, 30-23. This was a big home game win for Pete Carroll and Seattle. They keep their playoff hopes alive. Although they've got a, they've, it's a slim chance, but they, they've got to win most of their games going forward. But nonetheless, big win against San Francisco. Congratulations to Russell Wilson on Monday morning because we're looking back and it's it's uh, Monday morning quarterback with Paul. By the way, before we get into the next one, I do want to let you guys know that um, I've been um, doing some sports casting on the ColorCast app. If you haven't had a chance, it's exclusive to iPhone um, members only or iPhone holders only, I guess I could technically say. 
Don't worry, it's coming to the Android market as well. Long story short, if you have an iPhone, you can download the app, and you can interact um, as they post the games. They'll have a sportscaster. You can either jump on the mic, or you can uh, be in the chat room. And it's a new way to add audio to the games that we're watching. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, yesterday, uh, I, I was a part of the... Um, what game was I a part of the yesterday? I was on the... Um, I was in the chat room on the Bengals-Charger game. A lot of excitement. Saturday, I announced an NBA game, which was a lot of excitement too. So it's a new way to interact. If you got an iPhone, download the ColorCast app. Join the excitement. Tonight on Monday Night Football, and I'm going to talk about this more at the end of the broadcast, I'm going to be sportscasting the Bills and the Patriots game. So let's get back. Let's do another one from yesterday that... Definitely needs a shout out because it's Monday morning quarterback, and that's what we do the most on. Let's look at Philadelphia and the New York Jets. And and I know what a lot of you are thinking. The Jets, boo, boo, boo. Christ, the Jets suck. We know who, who, who we kidding here. But the big story was the fact that Jalen Hurts was not available for this one um, for your Philadelphia Eagles, and a person who has now become a play a man of interest. A uh, name that we know from the past, but now everybody is interested in Gardner Minshaw, the second. Don't confuse him with Gardner Minshaw, the first. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, Gardner Minshaw, big game for him. He's back in the NFL. He's saying, yeah, I can do it. Jalen Hurts is on the side. I'm going, no, no, no. That's my job. You got lucky. You beat the Jets. They suck. We all know it. But nonetheless, Gardner Minshaw comes back in, does it. Congratulates to him. As it turns out, the Eagles now have a week off. So there's a buzz just from the fact that it's Gardner Minshew back in the league. There's a buzz because now he's got a week off and maybe he can try to take the position of the quarterback. There's a buzz because you got Jalen Hurts going, no, he's not. I'm still the quarterback. I'll be back. The buzz, there's always a buzz in Philly. Why is that? Why is the buzz always in Philly? Okay, I know I've got some fans out there in this Philadelphia area, send me an email, the sports comedy show at gmail.com. Let me know why is there always a buzz in Philadelphia? Maybe it has to do with that big clock up there. I, I don't know. Okay, now guys, as I mentioned, we've got a big game tonight in Monday Night Football. We've got Mac Jones and the Patriots going into Buffalo. And if you're going into Buffalo, that means you're going into Bill's Mafia country. And if you're going into the Mafia country, you're dealing with a mafioso. And it's going to sound just like this to start. That's right. They're going to be there, guys. You're going to have the mafioso doing what they do best, and that's putting the clamp down on their opponents. So can they put the clamp down on the Patriots? As I mentioned, I will be... Um, sports casting this on the ColorCast app. If you want, please join. That's tonight on Monday Night Football. Come in the chat room. Give us some smack talk because that's what we want to hear. So, excitement plus Mac Jones versus Josh Allen. I don't know how you could get any better on Monday Night Football. And those, I can assure you right now as we speak, those mafio, ma mafioso fans in Buffalo, they're drinking. They're playing beer pong. They're freezing their little butts off out there in the Buffalo Stadium, but they're drinking, having fun, because it's the Bills Mafia. And this is what the Bills Mafia do. They wind and grind, and they're the mafiosa. 
So that'll be a lot of fun tonight. I'm going to be covering that on ColorCast. You get a chance, come on over, check it out. Okay, guys, that's been another edition of Monday Morning Quarterback. Once again, I kept it short and sweet, but I do appreciate you guys joining the, the podcast. Again, you can also follow the show on the website, sportscomedyshow.net. Um, the show has been growing, and I've been picking up new viewership, so I'm happy for that. Um, shout out for everybody out there on um, uh, Apple Podcast. That's been bringing a lot of uh, a viewership. And the biggest one of them all, yes, iHeartRadio. We've got some international boys, even Spotify. I've got some good guys up there in Canada that listen to the show on, on Spotify. Another shout out to my friend Mick Ozzy, who joined me on uh, my sportscaster uh, um, seat on the Saturday NBA game. He brought an international level to the NBA, uh, to my NBA theme. So I was appreciate to see Mick. Yeah, you can find him at uh, Mick Ozzy on Twitter.com. Uh, a lot of good stuff. And uh, next week, we're going to do it again because Monday morning quarterback, it's always fun to see who was hot and who's not. I am Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show, and I want to thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.